Coming up this week, hear all about Katie's trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. I am so excited to be back releasing episodes finally. It has been quite a year, as I'm sure all of you know. But uh, my family is planning a trip for later this spring since we have DVC points that we have to use. So I finally felt like I had the energy and the excitement to jump back into the podcast again. So I'm really, really excited to be bringing you a new episode this week. I do have a few episodes that I recorded last year right before everything shut down. So I am going to post those first, and then I will hopefully start jumping into trips recorded from this year. So please submit any trips you have coming up. You can find the link to do that in the show notes. One thing that struck me as I edited this episode is exactly how much has changed at Disney in the last year. In fact, I have been largely checked out of Disney news for the last year, which is obviously very strange for me. But uh, as I was editing this, there was a lot that I realized I just don't know about what is going on at Disney now. There were a lot of things like I know that fast passes are gone and I know that dining is different, but I don't really know a lot about, okay, well, what makes the most sense when you're touring today and how does dining really work today? So my next episode uh, is going to be my personal travel agent, Mackenzie from About the Memories Travel. She is going to come on. She's going to talk about her recent trip to Disney World. And she's also going to help to give an overview of what is different now and what does that mean for planning and for traveling? So I'm really excited to have her on next time. Selfishly, it's going to help me with planning our trip that we have in a few months, but I'm also hoping it'll be helpful for anyone who, like me, has, you know, kind of not been super interested in the Disney news when you knew that travel wasn't possible, but, you know, maybe travel is on the horizon for you now and you're excited to start digging in, but you're kind of confused about what is different now. So hopefully that will be helpful. Now for this episode, we have one of my favorite people in the world this week. Katie is a friend of mine from college, and I'm so excited that she got to come on the show. She just has the best energy in the world. So I had so much fun getting to talk to her about her trip. Now, her trip was a little unusual in that she had a friend who was a Disney employee, and they were able to go basically for free, which I think is kind of the dream that we all have. So you'll get to hear what that was like. Now, I know that this long trip report is probably going to make people a little nostalgic for how things used to be, but I hope that it'll also help us to just feel hopeful and look forward to where things will eventually be when we get past all of this and get back to some level of normal again. Anyway, with that said, let's jump into Katie's trip. 
Hey, Katie, welcome to the show. Hi, so happy to be on. I am excited to have you on. So for listeners, Katie is a dear friend of mine from college and we haven't <laughs> talked in a while. So I love that Disney gives me an excuse to catch up with old friends who are going to Disney World. Well, for sure. This is great. <laughs> awesome. Well, Katie, before we get into talking about your trip, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? <laughs> um, I love Disney. Um, however, I have not been to the parks since 1996, 97. So the last time you were there was the castle all like a birthday cake. Okay. Here's the thing. Yes. <laughs> I've been to Disney. I've never been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney world twice in two weeks. <laughs> so the year in high school, I had been begging my my brother and I have been begging my parents to go to Disney World, um, and they finally planned it for that spring break of I think my senior year of high school. So it must have been ninety seven, uh, and we went. And of course, like December or January of that same year, um, the band also announced that the band trip would be Disney uh -huh. World the week after we got back from spring break. Uh huh. So I went on spring break with my parents, got back to school and went again with the band. Nice. And the, yeah, so the castle was a cupcake twice and I've never seen it without in, in person. <laughs> it looks way better <laughs> without all the like pink weird icing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Nice. Awesome. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what is your planning style when you're looking at trips coming up like this? Are you somebody who likes a lot of structure in your plans? Are you somebody who likes a lot of flexibility in your plans? Where do you fall on that scale? Um, I like structure. I, if I am the one planning a vacation, I, if allowed, I will, I will budget something to do every, in 15 minute increments the entire, since, from when we leave the house till when we get back. <laughs> uh -huh. um, that is not the case this time though. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going with, uh, the reason I'm going is I have a very, uh, very close friend of mine who uh, has worked for Disney. He just finished a contract with them. Um, so, and he's also kind of a Disney um, expert as is another friend of ours. Uh, her family is based in Florida and the, and my, my other friend, his, he has family in Florida, so they go to Disney World a lot. Uh -huh. um, and because he is the one that has kind of set up the uh, hotel accommodations and the park passes and had the idea, he is the one planning everything. So I am I have said, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to go. But I am not in the driver's seat on this one. So you are along for the ride. I am. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds both awesome and a little bit anxiety inducing for me because oh, I would nice. love to be like, oh, I don't have to do all of the work. But then I'm also like, man, I can't do any of the work. Uh -huh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, this is going to be interesting to hear how all of that goes. If you're not getting to kind of do all those plans ahead of time, we'll see what it's like to just, you know, coast along and just experience Disney World. Yeah. Just go limp and enjoy it. Awesome. Okay. So <laughs> who is going to be going on this trip with you? It's, uh, we're all adults. There's four of us. It's, uh, myself, my husband, Scott, and then my friends, John and Andrea. Okay. So yeah, we're, um, just us and Scott and I are a couple. The other two are singles and we're just a, uh, nice, nice foursome of adults going to Disney world. So, um, 
we're all meeting. Scott and I are flying together. The other two are flying separately. We're all kind of just going to meet there on day one. Okay, awesome. All right. So what are your trip dates? February 2nd through February 6th. Okay. How did you all pick those dates? Uh, Again, I took a backseat to this. Uh, (laughs) I think it was the best time to go for the rate on a suite. Okay. That um, would be the most comfortable for the for the four of us. We all we're we're lucky enough to have flexible. None of us work in an office. We have flexible enough work schedules that uh, I think that's a Sunday through Thursday. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was. We didn't have to plan around school or uh, holidays off from from work or anything like that. So yeah, I think it was just uh, a good time that wasn't blacked out for my friend who booked the rooms. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> now you mentioned you're staying in a suite. So what, uh, where are you going to be staying? We're at the Art of Animation. Awesome. Do you remember what kind of room you're in? It is a, I think it's called a family suite. It's a two bedroom with a, my, oh boy, with um, a a full living room that has a pull-out, um, like, queen-size sofa and a kitchenette, and it's bigger than my New York apartment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are in one of the suites at Art of Animation. Yes, yeah. Okay, so there are there are three sections that have suites. There's Cars, there's Finding Nemo, and there's Lion King, and all of the rooms are kind of themed to that area. So it'll be interesting to see which of those sections you guys end up in. See, I don't even, I don't even know if I were planning this I tell you exactly which one. I have no idea. That's all right. This is Katie. This is teaching you to just relax and let go. I love it. Yes, this should. It's a, it's a post New Year's resolution. I'm doing really well with it so far. Awesome. Okay, so you guys are going to be there. You said the second through the sixth. So some portion of five days. How many days worth of park tickets do you have? We have park tickets for all the days we're going to be there. Okay, so you have you have five days worth of tickets. Yes. Okay. Now, do you guys have a specific park plan of we're going here on this day, or are you going to be you know a little bit more flexible and kind of play it by ear? Um, I think we are, because we're not all flying in together, we're trying to be a little flexible. Yeah. Um, there are also, because um, one of us, uh, 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 my friend Andrea, um, because she has family in Florida, two, I think two of her family members are going to meet us just for the day on one of those days. Okay. So it, we are trying to keep it rather flexible. Um, the only, I mean, the only thing I have kind of reminded people that I, I, I would like to make a priority is, um, Galaxy's Edge, uh-huh. um, which I think is going to, I'm, I'm told from everyone it's an early morning, so you can make sure to get on the ride. So that will be, uh, a first stop on one of the days I would if it were me, I would prefer it to be just m- make sure that I can get that done as soon as possible. But yeah. I may have to wait a few days before I can even attempt that ride. And uh-huh. that, that will be some um, personal growth on my part. <laughs> That's going to be a coffee day, I suspect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe potentially a nap day, especially being at Art of Animation. You can just take the Skyliner 
back to Art of Animation whenever if you need a nap later. That sounds magical. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, I would love to hear more about the highlights that you are most excited about for your trip. So for Hollywood Studios, you mentioned getting into Galaxy's Edge. And hopefully it sounds like riding Rise of the Resistance, the new ride that just opened. Yes. Okay. Yes, that is a personal priority that um, I'm, it's it's my understanding that the whole group has to be in the park um, together. Is that right? To get a boarding pass, to, to all get a boarding pass together, you all have to be in the park through security, through the tap styles. And if we, but to just enter a par- the park, I, th- I think we all have to go together. No, not necessarily. The only... <gasps> The only thing that you have to do together is to get a boarding pass. The boarding passes are going to open up when the park opens, um, which will probably either be 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., depending on the day that you're there. And so you'll go into your app and you'll try to get that boarding group. And the only way that someone can get a boarding group is if they're physically in the park. So if it's just you, you can go by yourself. You can get a boarding (laughs) group for yourself and then that's it. Got it. Yep. But what you can't do, because what some people want to do is like let their kids sleep and just one of the adults goes and tap in and then try to get a boarding group for the whole family. You can't do that. You have to have (laughs) everybody tapped into the park. Yeah. It's cold, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, drag your kids out, let them sleep in the stroller for a little bit and and get that boarding group. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that's what we're doing because I'm a terrible mother and I want to ride Rise of the Resistance. No, they're going to, they, they will thank you later. Yes. (laughs) Once they have also had some coffee. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that's definitely, that's a highlight for me. Um, but, uh, I mean, I haven't been back since I was 16. So I, I may burst into tears when we go, you know, when we walk down main street and, Uh Be at Epcot as an adult, I think uh, I loved it as a kid, but I can enjoy the other end of the figure eight uh-huh. <laughs> more yes. as an adult. So I'm really, I'm jazzed, I mean, I'm, I'm jazzed about something different for all the parks. It, I Even Animal Kingdom, which I don't even know if I went to the 20-something years ago, but um, uh, one of my friends is really interested in the, what is it, pa- Pandora? Uh huh. That's there. Um. So I'm now. I'm super excited to see that. So I. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I am drinking the Kool Aid. I am on board. <laughs> all of this. All of the parks have like. Yes. Have have literal magic. I am interested in. Now you would not have visited Animal Kingdom before because it opened in 1998. Oh. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So this is going to be brand what a new. Man, I just was early. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So this will be something completely new. And the Pandora area is definitely interesting. Do you happen to know if you all have fast passes for or are going to try to ride Flight of Passage? I think we're trying to. Um, I am not the person on the reservation. So I I have my magic band, but it's not linked Uh yet. Um, It's something I am meditating on. Okay. (laughs) That's up to my control. Um, But I think the idea will be to fast pass that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, 
this is definitely a different trip report than I've done before because I'm so used to the people who have got their like spreadsheets and their binders full of everything. And oh, bless, bless them. <laughs> but I'm so excited to hear when you come back from your trip to hear how it went and to kind of hear, you know, what are the things that you guys did that you kind, you know, kind of rolled with the punches and, you know, just understanding all of that. And I always think it's interesting when you have, um, you know, kind of four different people coming together because you always have different people who are interested in different things. Mm -hmm. So seeing, you know, how do we, you know, there are going to be times I'm sure you'll all be together. There may be times that you're like, hey, we're going to go ride teacups, though. I don't understand why any adult would ride teacups <laughs> if they didn't have to. But whatever, you know, like you may like, you know, split up a little bit. But I, I'm really excited to hear how you guys, um, you know, pull all of this together. I'm sure it's going to be an awesome trip. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be wonderful. It is. You're not wrong. It's definitely a sociology experiment. <laughs> um, I, I yeah, I think I have I have nothing but high, uh, high hopes for this. I don't uh, there's nothing that I am worried about. Um, I mean, I, I want to get on Gallic. I my anxiety will not let me not worry. There's no I don't even know if I can get a reservation at the cantina last minute. I know they're out. They're all sold out right now. But I've heard that there are same day reservations at the cantina. I may have to leave the charge on that. <laughs> I have uh, I have designs on one of the Yubnub mugs that looks like a tiki cup. Okay. It's I'm I'm mentally prepared to spend forty two dollars on a drink. <laughs> you really to get the tiki looking Ewok cup. That's uh -huh. the I don't even really care what the drink tastes like or what's in it but you can only get it in the cantina and you can only get in the cantina with a reservation which I don't have yet so we shall see yeah well <laughs> hopefully I mean the time that you're going is not super high crowds of course it's right. Hollywood studios and Rise of the Resistance just opened so crowds are always a little bit bananas but mm -hmm. um, I'm very hopeful that they'll be taking walk-ups um, that you guys will and or that you'll get a last minute reservation because that would definitely be really cool to be able to do. Yeah um, I'm uh, I am certainly optimistic and it will nothing will ruin this vacation if I don't get to see something there are so many things that I want to see that there's just not enough time to so I refuse to have anything be the straw that breaks the camel's back on this it's going to be amazing yeah yep absolutely <laughs> awesome all right well I hope you guys have an absolute blast and we will talk to you when you get back yes can't wait <laughs> all right bye bye-bye Hey, Katie, welcome back from your trip. Hi, thanks for having me again. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm great. <laughs> you have you? that Disney excitement in your voice. I love it. Yeah, still a week out. I uh, I came back a week ago and I'm still just like thinking about it. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, let's go ahead and jump in to hear about your trip. So your trip was our type A person with no control over the plan. So I want to hear how your arrival day on February 2nd went. Okay. Um, yeah. It. Um, spoiler, the whole thing was uh, a really great time. Nothing is ever perfect, but uh, it, everything was, I loved the whole thing. Oh, yay. So yes, let's see. We got there on the 2nd and my whole party, we didn't travel together. So my husband and I um, flew in separately from the other two people in our group. Um, rainy day in New York, we took, you know, 
public transit to the airport, didn't have a problem with our flight, arrived um, on schedule, and then just got in line for the uh, Magic Bus. Um, Disney, yeah, the Disney Magic Bus. The Magical Express. Yes, thank yes. you. <laughs> um, uh, that was pretty smooth. It was, um, so we stayed at Art of Animation and we were the first of, you know, the, there's the lines, the hordes of people waiting to get on, um, the Magical Express. It's still pretty orderly. Um, but there, oh, there was nobody in our line. So we were the first, uh, clearly a bus had just left with everybody for the hotel. Uh, So, um, but we arrived well before check-in. So, um, it was fine. I mean, it was fine. We didn't check our since we're staying at a resort, we got the tags that can just, they can just ferry your luggage onto the hotel for you. Uh We just had carry on bags and it's just the two of us and no kids. So because I'm a type A personality, I just want to have my stuff with me if I can. So I just, it was one small carry on in a backpack. So we kept it with us. Um, and not a problem. Got on the bus, got to the hotel hours before check-in. Um, and our room wasn't ready but they stored our luggage for us, and it was too too late in the day to go to a park, even if we could have. But um, because of the way that our tickets are structured, we couldn't have gone to a park without our friend anyway. Gotcha. Um, so we dropped our stuff, and actually the first thing we did uh, – Art of Animation is adorable, by the way. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved the whole thing. I saw the Cars movie once – and liked it. Um, we stayed in a car's room. I'm completely in love with it. I want to go watch the movie again. <laughs> um, uh, um, so they held our bags for us. And we had lunch um, just at the hotel um, at the quick service. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a I had a chicken Caesar. And it was wonderful. Um, my husband's a vegetarian. So he had the vegetarian scramble, which is like just a stir fry, also delicious, um, and filling. And then honestly, we just chilled by the pool, um, until our friends arrived, which was about the same time that I got a text that our room was ready. Okay. So, um, when we did get to check in separately so that I could set up my magic, our magic bands Mm -hmm. to a different credit card, Okay. which was nice. Um, only because it's just so much, if you're not a family, divvying that kind of thing up after the fact is not great. For sure, yeah. <laughs> um, that's about the only thing, though, that I could do with my magic band. Okay. Um, so the way our tickets were, like our whole reserva- our, our, our magic band tickets and everything was structured is that, I mean, it, we went with uh, – someone who has just recently ended a Disney contract. Mm -hmm. So park tickets were free. Nice. Um, yes. So that's super awesome. And I'm not, so whatever I say after this is not a complaint. It is just, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but it's, we couldn't sign up for any fast passes ahead of time because of it. Okay. It's day of only, and you have to be in the park to do it. Um, we, um, couldn't be we couldn't get into a park unless he scanned us he he, uh he scanned his magic band first okay um so we did have to travel as a unit together okay Uh, which for the most part i mean it was that totally worked out that's Mm -hmm. fine my as soon as i i mean when somebody says hey do you want to go to disney world for practically nothing (laughs) um, 
you and you're an A type personality, you do have to let some things go, like the ability to plan 180 days out. Um, okay, I'm I'm super happy to be here, and I'm kind of down for whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we uh, hung out by the pool, which was lovely, a little chilly, so we didn't actually go in the water on Sunday. Okay, um, and friends showed up at about the same time that our room was ready, and we got into our car's room. It's delightful. Um, it's a one bedroom like a king king size bed but it sleeps six adults the uh-huh. couch is a pull out i think either full size or a queen size bed and then the table is a trundle which is adorable the whole thing is just easily or i'm, I'm sorry a murphy bed uh-huh. just folds into the wall so um my scott and i were gonna have earlier mornings than the other two so they actually took the bedroom and scott and i took the one of the uh the the fold out beds one night we were on the couch pull out but then we switched to the murphy bed which is a little more comfortable yeah because i think the murphy bed is like a for real mattress whereas the couch is like a couch fold out couch mattress with like air quotes around it correct yeah it is the most comfortable pull out couch bed i've ever been on um but yeah you're totally right the murphy bed is like a solid mattress yeah um and it was just uh, farther away from the window because no matter what, how great your blackout curtains are, the sun always comes in. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I mean, uh, no complaints. We were very comfortable. Um, the it was just four of us, and the place holds six. Um, the kitchenette is a little laughable for anybody who is like, "Oh wow, you can get a kitchenette." In the back. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, it's a microwave and a sink. Um, yeah, but and a dorm uh, fridge. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And a mini like college size fridge. Yeah. Um, which was great. I mean, I actually brought a lot of snacks um, for us, including like breakfast sandwiches and stuff mm-hmm. like frozen frozen foods was a lot of my carry on bag <laughs> um, so that we could just have like we I know we I knew we were going to be up before any of the quick service. And I just I need like an egg sandwich or something in the morning. Yeah. So um, we just bought them in New York and brought them and, uh, yeah, stuck them in the fridge. So those were super helpful. We just microwaved them in the morning. Awesome. Yeah. So Sunday after my friends, after the whole party was together, we kind of got settled. And then at about four, we we decided Animal Kingdom was probably a good half day to start on because um, I was told, like, Pandora at night is super cool, Mm -hmm. Um, which it is. It totally (laughs) is. Um, so we did, um, Animal Kingdom, we got there at about four, um, kind of walked around, uh, uh, didn't, we did Dinosaur right away, um, and the Navi, uh, River Journey, Uh and then, um, went to dinner at, uh, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Satuli Canteen. Thank you. Satuli Canteen. (laughs) Um, which is one of my friends who he's been there before. He said, this is great. And for some reason uh, at six o'clock when everybody else is eating dinner with their family, there's no, there's almost no line. Ah. Um, and he was totally right. We walked right up. Um, it's great. Uh, all of the, the food we did mostly quick serve. We did one sit down dinner, but the rest of the time it was all quick serve foods. Um, but we didn't even have to do the order ahead. For Satuli, we just kind of there was literally no line. Nice, um, excellent, like choice of proteins regardless of your dietary needs, and then like 
veggies and a grain. Mm-hmm. Um, super flavorful. We all got something different and kind of tried each other. So I would totally recommend it, especially six o'clock on a Sunday when everybody else seemed to be every other food place seemed to be full mm-hmm. um, or have a line. Um, so Tuli was not by any means like was not desolate. There was all the t- lots of tables were full, but we didn't have a problem. We didn't have a wait for the food. It was delicious. And um, we didn't have a problem finding a seat together. Okay. Awesome. And it was still kind of chilly. Mm. Um, and they have um, heat lamps. Nice. Set up. So that was super nice. And then after that, we did the River of Lights. Awesome. What did you think of that show? Oh, it was lovely. It was so pretty. Um, I had watched while we were waiting for the um, Magical Express. They have the the TV that's kind of, you know, highlights of all the parks. And they, they had... Um, definitely, I, I saw that on rotation a bunch, so I I knew I was definitely interested. And it's really lovely. I love the um the projections that they do with the water cascading. Uh huh. I mean, all of them are just they're so well thought out. They're just works of art. Yeah. And um the animals that look like they're um I think they're are they fiberglass? I don't know. Um. Just gorgeous. I totally recommend it. We sat there shivering with everybody else. <laughs> I think it dropped down. It might have even gotten into like the 40s that night. Um, and even with like several jackets on, just sitting there, you your body cools down. So we were all pretty chilly by the time we left, but we had a lovely time. Awesome. Um, super glad we did it. And then we just went home and um, went back to the um, resort by bus okay awesome um yeah and uh and (laughs) my husband scott and i wanted to get to bed early the other two stayed out later um they hit up a place for dessert and um some souvenirs and we got on the bus back a little earlier than them because the next day was the day we were going to get up super early to try to get into galaxy's edge ah okay awesome all right how did your hollywood studios day go um, <laughs> are you able to speak about it yet? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and also we had a snafu. Oh, okay. Because, um, in order to get into the park, our friend had to come with us, Uh huh. even though he's been, and he didn't want to do rise of the resistance. And we had this whole other, um, plan to meet up with our fourth friend, her family, who's local, we're going to meet us and we're all going to hang out in the afternoon at magic kingdom. So my friend John had to get up at 4.30 with us. Ooh. Um, yeah, to get on a... So we asked when we checked in how early the buses go mm-hmm. for Hollywood Studios. And at check-in, the woman, um, she was so helpful. She hooked us up with our Magic Band payment split and everything. She said that the first um, the first bus to Hollywood Studios the next day was 5.30. And sure enough, we... Came downstairs. We were in line by five twenty-seven, and the bus picked us up at five thirty. And we were at the park by six. By six, I think. Six and what time did the park open that day? The park opened at eight o'clock that day. Okay. Um, let me just do a quick. No, sorry. The park opened at seven on Monday. That was a seven o'clock. Okay. Yeah, it was a super yeah super early day. So we got there at about six, and. Stood in line. Everybody is in very high spirits, even though like no one is messing around. <laughs> <laughs> and again, Monday was pretty cold, so we were gonna we were gonna have several several different seasons of weather that day of mm-hmm. temperatures. 
So we dressed for winter. It was definitely in the 40s when we got there. We made friends with this lovely mother-daughter couple from Vancouver who had already done Hollywood Studios and Rise of the Resistance the day before. Um, So we were super excited when they, they open, they let you into the park earlier than the park actually opens. Uh Um, I'm sure most people know that. Um, But I didn't. So maybe (laughs) it's always good to know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, So that you can, you can, you know, you can walk to the area of the park that you want to uh, attack first. Yeah. But they don't let you in any farther than that. Um, So we get up to the gate at about, I think, six, 30 they may have said like okay you can come into the park now to scan our magic bands uh-huh. and ours didn't work oh yes um so when my friend so when, when we all decided to go to so we couldn't get in none of us could get in mm-hmm. um after waking up at 4 30 in the morning no uh-huh. so, and standing out in the cold um so when we planned this trip um, the blackout dates for people who had employee tickets, since they're free, they can black, they can block you out. Um, the blackout went through January 31st. Uh-huh. Um, so we scheduled our vacation for February, mm-hmm. um, sometime between like Christmas, I guess. And when we arrived, they extended that blackout period through May. Oh, so what are you going to do? I mean, nothing i right. mean just okay it's not the person's fault the person who's not letting you in i mean the whole reason for me to go to disney world not the whole reason but my top reason was to go to galaxy's edge and ride ride a resistance right and fly the millennium falcon and get a yub nub and none of these things were going to happen yeah <laughs> at least not that day so okay we left the line we um were hungry so we went to the contemporary for breakfast to just kind of like regroup. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend who had the tickets, I mean, who who got us all these wonderful, magical free tickets to Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had comps like e-tickets as opposed to this. Um, I think it's I don't know what his was called, but mine is a guest pass. OK, so. Instead, I couldn't even use my magic band to get into the parks. I had to use the card. Okay. The magic band was really only good for fast passes when we could get them and food. Okay. And Rise of the Resistance boarding group. Uh Uh-huh. But uh, he didn't have the comps on him that morning. So, okay, Hollywood, if you're not (laughs) – if you're not going to follow the horde of people to the front of the Galaxy's Edge gate – at that time, then you're just going to probably have to regroup for another day. Yeah. So we weren't quite sure if his comps were going to work for us the next day, but we figured we would try. So then that whole day was then Magic Kingdom. Okay. So that's why in all of my photos, I am wearing a Star Wars shirt in Magic Kingdom <laughs> <laughs> and a unicorn shirt in Galaxy's Edge. Okay. <laughs> so then Monday turned into... In- all Magic Kingdom. Okay. Um, so, but highlights were I got to go to Contemporary. That was that's a super cool um, resort. Yeah. Uh, the monorail goes right through it, so that mm-hmm. was super fun. We also got to take the monorail to Magic Kingdom that morning because we were meeting up with our other friend Andrea and her family. Um, we went. We the three of us went separately to Magic Kingdom. Um, and did Tomorrowland first. Um, I mean, Space Mountain 
is a is a we had a fast pass to that as soon as we got into Magic Kingdom. Okay, um, we did that, and that was so cute and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then um, walked right onto Winnie the Pooh, which was extremely cute. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, Scott and I rode the carousel because I am a sucker for a carousel. <laughs> uh, John went to go meet up with uh, Andrea, her family, and kind of um, get us all together. Um, and uh, so we, Scott and I did the carousel and the Mad Hatter teacups. And then we all met up at the Haunted Mansion. Okay. Which we had fast passes for. Okay. Which is fun. Mm-hmm. And then we did lunch at uh columbia harbor that's right next to haunted mansion yes that's one of my favorite quick services how was it my gosh it's so delicious yeah everything is so good yep it's Um, good and you have choices that aren't just like burger chicken sandwich chicken nuggets and there's vegetables you can get green beans and carrots and lobster rolls yeah we uh we had at this point we there were four or five six of us and we all got something different. Um, and then of course everyone gets a bite of everything else. Uh Um, and my husband's like, I have mentioned before, he's a vegetarian and he, there was nothing. I mean, he, he had a protein at every venue and you're right. It's not the same. You go to a different type of amusement park. Like, um, you and I are both familiar, I think with six flags. Mm -hmm. Um, and there it's fine, but it's funnel, funnel cake, you know, burger, chicken nuggets, um, cotton candy at all of the food spots. Yeah, all of the Disney World. It's we never went to a single place that had the same menu as anywhere else. Yeah, so good. Um, oh yeah, and we didn't. The line was not super long. Um, but it is. It was definitely all the lines were being used, and all the lines were at least eight people deep mm-hmm. when we got in line. So half of us scouted out a table for six, and the others waited in line. Um, but we didn't feel the need to have to do the order from the app. Mm-hmm. We got it pretty quickly. The lines, I mean, that's Disney's job. Yeah. Make the magic happen, even though if you think about it, most of the time you're just waiting in line for things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, oh, so after lunch, um, we were all kind of, you know, we were we just ate a big like fish and chips lunch. Mm-hmm. So Jungle Cruise sounded like a good thing that would appease all six of us. Uh-huh. Here's the first, like, thing I did not like mm-hmm. about the trip. So we get to the Jungle Cruise and we're quoted, I think it was like 65-minute wait. Uh-huh. Fine. It's fine. I just ate lunch. We can sit around. We all, you know, play. you play word games. You have conversations. Disney's great at making a line not as boring as a line can be. Mm-hmm. Although the Jungle Cruise line is not as interesting as some of the other mazes. Yeah. Inter- like, the Pandora line is practically a ride in itself. Mm-hmm. The Jungle Cruise line ended up being more than two hours. Oh, that's the worst. It's the worst, especially for the Jungle Cruise, because the Jungle Cruise is not that great. No. <laughs> it's a totally different vibe from every other ride or experience in all of Disney World. Mm-hmm. The, um, the boat part is cool, but... None of the animals are real, which yeah. I mean. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> but if you don't do Jungle Cruise anywhere near the time you're going to go to Animal Kingdom, you know, it's just like it's it's so jarring. Like yeah. the fake hippo versus a real one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but also just the and and this is not to say that they are doing a bad job because obviously this this is the this is the 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 like this is the fun thing about this ride but they're totally sarcastic yeah thing they say in their delivery is just kind of like one liner after one liner after one liner and is not this like genuine magical experience that you feel with every other Disney ride. Yeah. Um, which again, I knew, but after more than two hours waiting in line, I really wanted a Disney princess to just tell me everything was going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and Jungle Cruise in particular, yeah. the way they handle fast pass in that ride is insane. So on our trip, we had a fast pass for Jungle Cruise. And when I got there, the fast pass line was all the way out to the magic carpets. Oh my God. And so, and what they do is they basically funnel in. I mean, they'll put 40 people from the fast pass line through and then five people from standby. So they are giving out way too many fast passes for that ride because even the fast pass line was about a 25 minute wait. Oh my gosh. And then it means that the standby is even longer. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> so what'd you guys do after that ride oh we had fast passes for pirates of the caribbean okay how was that oh great it's wonderful i haven't been on it since um they added johnny depp uh-huh so, um and it's also it was super fun our our friend our two both half of our party is so in to uh disney that they um they know all the fun little easter eggs like ah. hey, there's three johnny depp's or three opportunities to find like Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So um, that was super fun. And, um, and we found all of them. <laughs> um, I love the updates. Um, the, you know, the women chase the men now instead of uh-huh. the men, women. Um, it's no longer uh, like women that are up for auction. It's like pirate treasure or something. Or like, yeah. Um, so those are just like awesome. Those are, they're updated. They're still totally within the, um, the like spirit of the ride and the story. And it's just, it was, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the classic of Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, it's, I, I really liked it. It was yeah. fun. And that was, I think the, um, the end of the park day for us. We, after, after that, we took, um, we said bye to the local, the locals that came to visit us for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to, we took the monorail to the Polynesian for dinner. Um, we met another friend of, um, my friend, John, he has another friend who, uh, works in the area. So we met her, they hadn't seen each other in a while. And we went to Trader Sam's, the speakeasy in the Polynesian. Uh Uh-huh. Have you, have you been? I have not. It is so cute. (laughs) It's, um, I mean, the Polynesian is just lovely yeah. to hang out in and it's, but it's just so vast, mm-hmm. you know, even the, that main building is very big and open. Um, Trader Sam's, as far as I know, there are no signs for it. I don't, I mean, obviously I've seen it all over the internet on blogs and stuff, so it's mm-hmm. not a true secret, but, uh, I did, it's definitely not advertised. I don't know that I would have been able to find it if somebody else hadn't um, known where to go. Yeah. Um, but it's much, it's very small. Um, and the experience, and that really kind of helps the experience. It's very dimly lit. Uh-huh. Um, 
I don't know. I think the policy on kids is they're not allowed in after 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were there, I think we were there a little before 8. And when 8 o'clock came, they ring a like a big bell and they say all the kids got to get out. Gotcha. <laughs> but the, the drinks are lovely, all tiki drinks. And some come with a bit of a fanfare. So, which we did not know when we ordered. Uh-huh. Um, so one of our friends ordered something that glowed like lava. Okay. And it, uh, you know, the whole, all of the lights like dim and there's a rumble <laughs> and the server brings it over, you know, does like a, some sort of tiki god chant and uh-huh. then your drink to you. So that was super cute. And then um, others came with even more like there is a tiki god up uh up on the wall who like lights up and shakes and there are um screens uh it looks like you're looking out onto volcanoes Uh out of out of the windows and the volcanoes will shake and erupt oh that's cool and you are sprayed with like water for some of them uh, and you have to cheer. One of our drinks was delivered by our same server who was dressed as a zombie because he ordered the zombie. So it is really, uh, it's really delightful. I, <laughs> I liked it a lot. And the snacks were great. Um, not a full meal per se, as far as like entrees go, but mm-hmm. you could definitely fill up on the, on the small plates there. Nice. Yeah. So I, this, I had gotten up at four thirty in the morning. That was kind of the end of the night for me. Gotcha. So uh, we did grab some food, not a sit-down dinner, but we grabbed some uh, quick service food at the Polynesian. Okay. And this is probably the only misstep uh, as far far as my food orders went um, the whole trip. I ordered the the Polynesian quote-unquote nachos. Mm -hmm. The nachos are not in quotes on the menu, so I thought I was just getting nachos. Uh I, you know, I love an idea of like, a pulled pork with a pineapple or a mango or a something and like a creamy sauce or whatever on nachos. That is a hundred percent my jam. What I got was so weird. We're still <laughs> figure out what it was. <laughs> the nachos aren't nachos. They're potato chips. Interesting. Yes. Um, which probably is what threw us all off. Yeah. But it just like the flavor the flavors didn't didn't do it for me. Okay. Um. We all nothing about it was bad. Mm-hmm. It was just I if I can't quite if I can't pinpoint what in the world I'm eating, <laughs> less enjoyable. And I you know I passed it around the table and none of us could figure it out. What was going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone else's was wonderful. There was like a um my friend had a meatball meatballs on rice with a creamy sauce that was just delightful. Okay. So it's not to say that the Polynesian quick service is bad. I just ordered a weird thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, I went home. Okay. I took the, what did we do? We took the monorail back to Magic Kingdom and caught a bus. Okay. That ends Monday. So then Tuesday the 4th, what did you guys do that day? Scott and I got up again <laughs> early, 4.30. We had asked the night before about the bus again, and the person that we spoke to, a different person at the front desk of Art of Animation, 100% said, sorry, we can't guarantee that there's going to be a bus for you, which was odd because that's 180, degree, 180 degrees from the uh, information, like the confidence that we were, with which we were told, absolutely there will be a bus for you at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. 
So this was a day that Hollywood Studios opened at 8 a.m. Okay. Um, and so on one hand, we thought, great, we can get a little bit more sleep. But on the other hand, we thought if the park opens even just an hour later, there's that many more people that may be in line in front of us. Right. Yeah. And we've already had our dress rehearsal and it didn't go well. <laughs> learn that. Learn from those lessons and make opening night better. Yeah. So we got up at the same time, even though the park was going to be open an hour later. Um, and we got an, well, we got a lift. Um, I pre-scheduled it the night before okay. to get us at like five, five forty-five. He was there right on time. It's a super quick shot to Hollywood studios. Uh-huh. He, we kind of, we got to chatting and we were telling him a little bit about how this was round two because the day before we actually couldn't get in. So when we got to, uh, there was some sort of issue with the tolls um, that early in the morning. Okay. Um, and we were really far back in line and the tolls, the, the, the two lanes that were open that had the green light above them uh, just weren't moving and huh. people were starting to cut in from other lanes. So he, he went through one of the red light lanes one of the closed lanes. Like he cut the whole line <laughs> and drove us through the red light lane and like easier to ask forgiveness than permission uh-huh. woman who was clearly wagging her finger at a Lyft driver who knows better. <laughs> um, and he, I mean, he was no, nobody was yelled at, but she, you know, kind of gave him a stern talking to and he apologized and got us through a line, which may have only been a 10 minute delay, but, uh-huh. um, still super duper appreciated yeah so we actually ended up getting there a little earlier the second day we did the first day okay um and because we had paper comps we had to go over to the ticket window to convert that to a card yeah for the day so my husband waited in the line that we were still that early in the morning pre-dawn there are still hundreds of people already in line ahead of you yeah and I went over to wait to convert the paper tickets to plastic and so cheery, so wonderful. The The windows open at 6 a.m. and they are just full of magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so absolutely no issues there. I went, I met him in line. This day, the lines were a lot more organized mm-hmm. ahead of the, um, in front of the park magic pass, magic band scanning station. The tap styles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they kept the lines just even I thought the first day was pretty orderly, but they kept everybody in like true actual lines. Nice. So that there was room for employees to walk or cast members to walk up and down them. Mm-hmm. They asked if anybody had any questions. They asked if you had your cards. They uh, so if we had that the day before might have been able to do something about that. We had right. plenty of time for one of us to go back to the hotel to get the comps. Obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, mm-hmm. but um, it was just interesting and like, oh wow, I thought it was super organized and it could be even more organized, which is what we saw the next day. Yeah, um, everybody was getting directions to them in whatever language they spoke. Um, it was really lovely, and everybody was just there was no pushing, no shoving, nobody was in a bad mood, nobody was grumpy, even though it was so early. Nice. Yeah. So as soon as we got in, no issue. Our our secondary card for the day totally worked and it was also a park hopper so we weren't beholden to hollywood studios just for that day nice um which was yeah that was super nice as soon as we got through the gates i texted my friend who was probably still asleep in the mm-hmm. hotel that the first 
comps had worked for us. So now we have two other comps if they wanted to go to Hollywood Studios. Okay. So all four of us ended up being able to go on that day. Um, so Scott and I made our way with everybody else to, uh, you know, down the main drag and then off to the left. And you're obviously, you're herded in the most gentle way. <laughs> Nobody's here early for Tower of Terror. Come on. Right. <laughs> um, and, uh, it's cool. I mean, even just the, the, um, what is the ride? The Star Wars ride that's not technically in Galaxy's Edge. Star Tours. Star Tours, yeah. I mean, the Adat is uh, lit up blue with glowing red lights pre-dawn. It's uh-huh. just cool. And then we're, you know, we're led to the stone kind of entrance. You still can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were probably eight feet from the front of, the, of that stone entrance. Okay. But because it's so wide, we guessed that there were easily 200 people in front of us. Yeah. Just, you know, making observations. You have an extra hour and a half maybe to wait around. Uh-huh. Um, so you count people. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then once the sun came up mm-hmm. and we could really see how far uh you see behind us, there were literally multiple thousands of people waiting to get in. Mm-hmm. Which is uh cool and also mm-hmm. daunting because yeah, we're in the first couple hundred to get in to Galaxy's Edge, but we all have the same chance at um, a boarding group. Right. So every, as soon as it gets close, the, the park opened at eight that day. So as soon as it got within um, minutes of the park opening, everyone, you know, no one's tired anymore. Everyone's standing up. Nobody's sitting down. Everyone's on their phones. Some person is, you know, um, has the the, fo- the, the clock app up with the second hand uh-huh. and has the Disney, my, my Disney experience open, like ready. <laughs> um, and we got confirmation of our boarding spoiler alert. We got on rise of the resistance. Nice. Um, we, uh, got confirmation of our boarding group. We were boarding group 11 okay. at eight o'clock and four seconds. Yeah. So I don't know what happens if your phone freezes yeah. or glitch. But the nice couple, the nice mother-daughter couple we chatted up in line the day before who were from Vancouver said that they were chatting somebody up the day before when they did Rise of the Resistance and they both hit the button at the same time and somebody was in the first, like, I want to say 10 boarding groups and the other people were in boarding group, like, 57. Yeah, fractions so- of a second matter it's insane yeah it really is so that was the first I didn't really again I didn't really care when my boarding group was except that and I forgot to tell you this part earlier but I had reservations at Oga's Cantina okay originally we were supposed to go on Monday so I had a reservation at like 1 15 p.m for Monday okay that is something I could do before I went to Disney since it was a, a dining reservation. Right. I didn't have to do it with the group. Yeah. So, and it had been sold out and I was just kind of hoping to do a walk-in or something. But, um, you know, I just kept looking. Uh, I couldn't do any fast passes. So I was trying to just explore the, <laughs> the uh, My Disney Experience app and I could do dining. So I just kept checking Oga's over and over and over again. Uh-huh. There were four of us 
in in the group. So I couldn't get a, a table for four, but I could get two seatings for two on two different days. Perfect. So I figured I just would do that just in case yeah. you cancel up to a 24 hours in advance without the, um, you have to give a credit card mm-hmm. for the reservation, but I think it's only 10 or $20 a person if you miss the reservation, mm-hmm. but still nobody wants to pay and not go. Yeah. So, um, but on that Monday, I clearly was in within the 24 hours of my first reservation and, um, was going to have to forfeit it. But I called, um, I called the number, uh, when you go into the app and you try to cancel something that's within the time limit, it says, Oh, sorry, you can't do that. You have to call. So I called and I waited on hold for less than five minutes and I got a hold of somebody who I explained that I, my passes didn't work and it was actually a blackout period and she waived the charge for canceling within 24 hours. Nice. Which, um, and she asked if she could rebook it for me and we both kind of laughed because I guess she has to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly nothing else was available. But I did still have that second reservation for the next day. Okay. That reservation wasn't until like 7.50 p.m., so 10 minutes before the park closed. Okay. But I mean, I wasn't my my secondary goal besides Rise of the Resistance was to get a yub nub. Yeah, I don't know why I doubled down on that tiki cup <laughs> so hard, but I did, and so great. I got my boarding pass. That's one bit of anxiety that I can cross off my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had this cantina reservation at seven fifty. So now I just I've been up since four thirty. Now I just have to make it to eight o'clock at night. Uh huh. So we're walked into, so eight o'clock, we all have our boarding passes. They give you a few minutes for everybody to kind of click on a boarding, hope to, hoping to get a boarding group. Mm-hmm. And then I, I assumed there wasn't going to be some sort of like uh, Black Friday mad rush, but I <laughs> how they would keep that from happening. But sure enough, there is just a line of dressed, uh, of like uh, resistance fighters all in their blue uniforms. Uh-huh. Disney employees lined up at the front and they just walk the group so that you mob mentality cannot take over. Yeah. And you don't just bum rush this place and run over your fellow man. So <laughs> you can have the most magical experience. Yeah. And people do. They, I mean, you see kids trying to like run to the front of the line um, and you can only get so far. So we were truly at like the front of the line and then uh-huh. they very gradually just kind of like narrow the, the group narrow the horde of people that are walking through. So there's very little, there's no pushing and shoving. There's yeah. a couple, you know, you get, um, you kick the back of somebody's heel or something, but no, none of this is to try to jockey for a better position. Yeah. Everyone's just really trying to keep with their group, which is nice because you don't see that at other, uh, theme parks. Oh, for sure. It's just everybody, everybody in Disney world just seems to be on their best behavior. Yeah, that's a you know that's a sliding scale, but still, it is everyone some but everyone's best behavior. Yeah, uh, but walking through Batu is wonderful. The uh, the ride, the Rise of the Resistance and Smugglers Run are both at the absolute end of it, like mm-hmm. the back corner. So you're truly immersed in the world that is Star Wars. By the time the you're you're walking, I mean, at this point, we're all trying to get in line for smugglers run because we mm-hmm. have a everyone has a boarding group since ours was so low since it was boarding group 11 i did want to do smugglers run as soon as possible yeah um and we did we just we we literally walked right onto the ride nice um, but there is 
there's, I, I love Star Wars. I grew up watching it. I know uh, a lot about it. I cannot tell you the name of the moon of Endor, or like the fourth moon of Endor, <laughs> or a lot of the names of the secondary new characters. So I'm not like a, I'm not um, black belt level Star Wars geekdom. Right. Fan. Um, but there, that being said, still you walk through Star Wars land, you're just, you just feel it's so great. There's nothing that is, that is static. Uh, the speeder that's parked there is humming for some reason. And the X-wing is blowing, you know, um, exhaust smoke or, or something, something yeah. is humming and, or, or has some sort of life to it everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the time you turn the corner and see the Millennium Falcon, I dare you not to have like get a little choked up yeah seeing it it's just she's beautiful she's a hunk of junk and she's beautiful (laughs) exactly what we all wanted so that was super cool so we we ended up walking right on smugglers run and you can be one of several different um positions Mm -hmm. in that ride and uh i don't think you can choose we we walked on and we were handed two tags to be pilots so home run i got to fly the millennium falcon i got to say punch it chewy to my husband (laughs) and he did and it was wonderful so it's it's really delightful my friends who weren't with us that morning they met up with us later and they said the line um the standby for smugglers run towards the end of the night was only 40 minutes nice so yeah if you can't get up at four o'clock in the morning or just won't (laughs) That's also fine. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean Smuggler's Run is out of the running. Yeah. My God, it was less than half the wait for Jungle Cruise. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as soon as we finished Smuggler's Run, it was our time for our boarding. By the time we walked to Rise of the Resistance, it was time for us to go on. Nice. Um, so that worked out perfectly. I wish I could take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after we did that, we... Um, we wandered around the uh, Merchant's Row, which is so smartly done um, in Batu. It's what I'm told. Um, it's set up the way I'm told Magic Kingdom used to be with the shops on Main Street. They used to be individual, individually. Um, uh, well, they used to be separate. I think you can walk through all of them in, in Magic Kingdom now. Like, they're all connected. But um, they used to have different things. Like, there used to be a china shop, and there used to be a dress shop, and now it's just kind of all general merchandise mm. with a couple of um, different themes to the stores. Uh-huh. In Galaxy's Edge, they are... It's much smaller than Main Street. That's definitely a given. But each of the stores is... There is, like, a... There is a um, a clothier there where you can get your Jedi and your Sith robes, and the um, food is definitely separate from the... Um, where you can go and get a custom droid made. I mean, it's really just, it feels like the Star Wars cities that we have uh, grown up loving mm-hmm. in the movies. Uh, yeah, so it's really, I mean, you could you could spend a whole day there. There's uh, def- stormtroopers walking around, capturing and then losing resist- resistance fighters. My friend who went um, around Christmas time, I think she saw Kylo Ren, like, walking around. Uh-huh. Found um, at the corner on Darth Vader, which is amazing. We saw um, both Kylo Ren and Darth Vader in a um, something. It's a, a show where they like take Jedi kids. training. Jedi training. Yes. 
your heart will grow three sizes watching <laughs> all like do the group force push. Uh-huh. It's so charming. Whether or not you have kids yeah. or have brought any, it's just lovely to watch. Um, they're all really into it. So we did Star Tours. That's right outside of Star Tours. And we did that on the way out of um, when we left Galaxy's Edge at around 12 o'clock that day. Because uh-huh. we decided if we were going to make it till 8, we were going to have to take a, a disco nap in the middle of the day. Yeah. So we did Star Tours, um, which we did not have a fast pass for, but the line was less than 40 minutes. Um, and then we headed back via the the um skyliner nice to i i have never seen it at a resort before so i don't know um truly how uh how uh, i guess i do no we took the bus a couple of days the bus is not bad uh-huh. to get from a um a value resort to a park but this the skyliner is practically a ride on its own for sure it, Oh my gosh, it's so civilized. Um, like they said, it like really doesn't ever stop. It doesn't need to. If you're at all interested in the way, because um, people, uh, special uh, people with uh, like wheelchairs or disability or any sort of like special needs, there's a separate line. You can still use the Skyliner, mm-hmm. and the way they, uh, you know, take one car out and put that car in so that they have extra time to to board their uh, their gondola. Um, is really just delightful to watch if you if you're in line long enough to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Our lines were always very quick for it, and it's just this lovely, peaceful ride back um, to or from. And then we had to connect. Um, I think at Riviera, right? Uh, um, it, were you you where were you coming from? You were coming from Hollywood Studios. So the hub is at Caribbean Beach. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Caribbean Beach. Um, but it's right there. It's, you know, the where you get off and on the next um, Skyliner yeah. is 20 feet away. Yeah. Um, very easy to navigate. Super, um, super convenient for those value hotels. And um, we were in the Cars building. So also not far from where the Skyliner um, drops you off. So that was nice. So we took a yeah. quick go nap, jumped in the pool as a refresher, and then we came back to Hollywood Studios to do non-Star Wars things. Okay. Um, so we met up with the rest of our party. We tried to get on um, – we, we went to Toy Story World, mm-hmm. um, and we tr- did Toy Story Mania, which is so fun. Yeah. It's all competitive do this ride. <laughs> this is so fun. And you will probably beat whoever you are in the cart with. <laughs> nice. Um, and then we tried for the saucers. Um, we had a fast pass for a roller coaster, rock and roller coaster. Um, but we had time to do the, the saucer, um, ride. Mm-hmm. It's in toy story land. Alien swirling that. saucers. Yes. But something about it, uh, they kept stopping the ride. Hmm. So we actually, we had been in line for like 20 minutes and we had to get out of line because we were going to miss our, we wanted to, to get into the fast pass line as soon as we could, because we were trying to meet up with our friends to do tower of terror together. Okay. We didn't have fast passes for that, but the, we were all monitoring the wait for that. And it seemed like we could still get that in before Scott and I had to peel off and do the cantina. Mm-hmm. August cantina. So, um, that was a little tricky. So we missed out on, um, what's the saucer ride called again? Alien swirling saucers. 
Thank you. It looks so fun. Yeah. So a little bummed that we had to get out of line for that. And then we walked back to um, get a line for our fast pass for rock and roller coaster, which also had some sort of issue because our, we were in the fast pass line for um, like 45 minutes. Oh, wow. It went nowhere. So we actually had to get out of line for that because I'm here for the Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. Um, I hear great things about rock and roller coaster, but Scott hadn't been on Tower of Terror and it's uh, now my second favorite thing, but had been my favorite thing about Hollywood Studios. Rock and roller coaster makes me feel like I'm going to die a little bit. So oh, no? I don't, I don't think you're missing anything with rock and roller coaster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Glad I picked, um, uh, Tower of Terror then. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was actually a little, I got a little grumpy after having like, I felt like I wasted time Yeah, getting into like, I, I gambled and lost twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I was starting to have a headache. Um, I get uh, migraines. So I was like, then starting to worry that this was, you know, going to be something that was going to keep me from going to the Ogus Cantina later. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine anyone goes through Disney without a couple of speed bumps, mm-hmm. but I was definitely grumpy in the middle of, the magic, most magical place on earth. And that's not a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But my husband and I split a ice cream sandwich and everything was better. And then we rode Tower of Terror and um, had dinner at commissary, all four of us. Okay. After. Um, again, quick serve, quick service. Um, the only sit down dinner we did do was the next day um, at Epcot. We okay. had dinner on it. We had a reservation. So, uh, after dinner, we peeled off to do Oga's Cantina and, uh, we had a reservation at seven fifty. They said to get there about f- no less, no more than 15 minutes ahead of time. So I'm very good at following instructions. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did. A group, a family of six actually stepped in line ahead of us. I mean, they didn't cut in line, but they just happened to walk up and they were walk-ins and they got in ahead of us. I mean, oh, okay. they got in, in line. So, um, 10 minutes before the park closes, I imagine there might be less. And it's also not the busiest time of year to go. Right. So that, um, that seemed to really help. They, once we got in there, I didn't see them. So I don't know where they sat, but we had primo spots right at the bar. Awesome. Um, which was very cool because the bartenders, there's not a lot for them to do. It's just tiki drinks. Mm-hmm. And they literally, everything that they serve just comes out of like a spigot. Yeah. Um, so no one is doing any like crazy mixology or anything, but they are still very engaged. Um, they're, everyone is in character. Uh, if you say, you know, if you mention anything about your day that is modern times or not Star Wars related, they look at you and they quizzically um, and say, what, what is a, what is a Skyliner? What do you <laughs> that so uh they keep they keep the star wars magic going um there is a two drink or 45 minute time limit uh on your time in the cantina whichever comes first okay the drinks are great they're nothing to write home about they're i mean in 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 their ingredients they're tiki drinks they're very sweet neither of my uh i did 100 percent order the yub nub in the mug that i got to take home mm-hmm it's awesome. It's uh, actually, I will send you a photo of it if you haven't already seen them. Yeah, that'd be awesome. They're uh, just delightful. They're delightful. It's this just giant mug that uh, has the entire like mythos of Star Wars that looks like it's carved into clay uh-huh. uh, from like the Ewok perspective. It's very Ewok themed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I actually got two just in case. And they're, it's not cheap. If you get it with the collectible mug, it's $42. Oh my goodness. Um, but to just drink it there is 15 or 18. Okay. So I, my only souvenirs, I wanted a t-shirt from Epcot and the Yub Nub mug. So I didn't need Disney ears. I didn't need uh, the resistance or a, um, you know, a empire hat or anything else. Uh huh. Um, we were pretty frugal as far as like snacks and stuff go. What we didn't, what we didn't bring, and, and we bought at the parks. They're very. I, I, there's a lot of options for snacks. So my husband and I, we just split everything, uh-huh. so that we could try more things. Yeah, but you do fill up, and then you just can't. So instead of two ice cream sandwiches, we just got one, and it is two adult handfuls worth of a snack. Yeah, you you would be hard pressed to finish one on your own before it melted in your hands anyway. Right. So we split a lot. So I, I felt like I could splurge at Oka's Cantina. Um, and the second drink I got actually wasn't even alcoholic. Uh, it just, it, it bubbled. It has this, um, it's not carbon dioxide, but it's, um, it's just a bubbly drink. It's uh-huh. essentially just like Powerade with um, green balls that bubble in it. And, and they burst like um, sour apple. So oh, okay. it was lovely. It was fun. And we did our two drinks. They, they, um, if somebody orders the, it's a flight, it's a, oh shoot. It's a flight of beer uh-huh. that come in, um, like in, in a holder and the, each, each mug is a, each mug of beer is like a tooth uh-huh. that gets a whole production. It's kind of like Trader Sam's where like there's a whole chant that goes along with it and it's very cool and like and then it gets delivered to you and like everybody cheers hmm. so that i think is 85 dollars. Okay. i i might be wrong on the price of that but that's that's something that you it would take up it's like something that might sit on your mantle it's quite large okay i was happy with my yub nub so <laughs> that um we met back up with our friends for late night um epcot magic hours okay um, so we, that was from nine to 11 that night. And we immediately went over to Epcot. We did spaceship earth and went, um, to the Mexican pavilion to do the three Cal- Caballeros ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did Norway for the frozen ride because we thought that was going to be the shortest line we'll ever get. For yeah. frozen. Um, and it was, I think it was quoted at 45 minutes and it was definitely under a half hour. Okay. So that was nice. And then we took the Skyliner home and we were all in bed by midnight. Nice. The next day was Epcot in earnest. So this is Wednesday. Okay. Um, a little more civilized. We didn't have to, we didn't arrive uh, at the park till 1030. So that was nice. Um, and we went via Skyliner. So again, super convenient. Yeah. Um, the Skyliner doesn't open until I think 830. So, which is odd because it's a lot of times that doesn't start running until after the parks are open. Right. They apologize for it. They can't really explain why that is. I wonder if that will change in the future. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, me too. It's um, it's just so, so convenient. Yeah. Um, so we are four adults. We absolutely, after we did, we had already done Spaceship Earth the night before. So we walked straight to the food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think actually Skyliner drops you off in France. So you're already on the food side of things. Right. Yep. Um, so a hundred percent got that Brie bowl. We were there before they even opened. <laughs> um, so good. Could not tell you what kind of cheese it was or what kind of bread. It's certainly not Brie. I'm still not complaining. Yeah. 
so delicious. We split one and I'm so glad we did because we needed to get through all of the countries. I did not split one and I'm so glad I did not split it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm partially just trying to not regret any of the choices that I made. Right, right. I get that. I probably could have polished a whole one off. (laughs) They're not that big. No. And reasonably priced if I remember. It's not, it's certainly like under $10. Yeah. But we all inhaled those mm-hmm. and then um, immediately went to Japan for a sushi donut because nice. why not for breakfast and then to America. And I skipped the American food just because I was worried I was going to fill up. Right. Um, but my other friends uh, got Beef Wellington. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we watched the, um, oh, shoot, what the, the name of the singer, the singing group. Do you remember? Oh, Voices of Liberty. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Which our Disney friends, you know, I, and I remember them from the last time I went 20 something years ago. Um, they're just kind of like, they're a staple. That's, I mean, the American pavilion is, it's, we're in America. So obviously it's the center country. It's, uh, not everybody in our party loved the singers. Mm-hmm. Um, not because they were not talented. Their singing was lovely. And the acoustics of that dome where they kind of invite everybody to come and sit closer. Uh-huh. Truly makes a difference. Yeah. Absolutely lovely. But um, unless you're in the right headspace, some I think it can maybe come off a little cheesy. Yeah, I can see that. Which, you know what? Same with Colonial Williamsburg. Right. You know, it's you really have to just kind of go limp and enjoy the whole thing. And yeah. not that we <laughs> disliked it, but it was somebody found uh, – somebody in our group found some of the – facial expressions and the kind of like um, mugging for the audience a little much. Mm-hmm. But these, I mean, these people, they have the jobs for like 20 years, right? right. It's yeah. like you're in it for life. And they're absolute, I mean, my gosh, the the singing is exceptional. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and then we stayed for the, oh, I cannot believe I didn't write down the name of it. Oh, The American Adventure. Mm-hmm. We stayed for that. Which was nice it to like sit in a dark room and have I'm not entirely sure why they paired um Mark Twain and Ben Franklin together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think that's an odd duo. Yeah. They it's a it's raw raw America is great. Mm-hmm. Um and for the most part it's historical figures and then they end with like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, great. They updated it a little bit. <laughs> um, but uh it was nice to sit down on by day three you are sore. Yeah. Um, and Epcot in particular, there's just so much walking. Yeah. Even just to walk from snack to snack. I mean, I come from New York city and I have no car and I'm used to walking and schlepping everywhere. And Mm -hmm. I still, my legs were, um, tired. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so after America, we did Italy and I absolutely hit up the double espresso. Nice. A single is not an option. (laughs) So go ahead and enjoy that double. Mm -hmm. And then immediately to Germany for the pretzels. Okay. Pretzels, exclamation point. (laughs) Don't think there's going to be any cheese because this is Germany. You get a delicious pretzel and spicy mustard and it is, and you're, and you will thank them for it. It is delicious. (laughs) Nice. After that, um, our group of four split up. So it gave Scott and me the opportunity to go do the land in the aquarium Mm -hmm. by ourselves, which we did. Nice. And we also had a a fast pass for Soren. Oh, fun. What'd you think of Soren? Oh, it was delightful. I love Soren. It's one of my favorite rides. Yeah. 
the sword is the one where like there's different levels of people, right? All on the same ride. Yes. I feel like, and I, and you mentioned part of this, I think I saw a post of yours where like position is key. Yes. Yeah. Cause there are three sections. B is in the center and then A and C are on either side. And then each section has three rows and row one ends up being the highest row three ends up being the lowest. So if you're in either of the side sections, because the screen is curved, right? everything is a little distorted. And if you're in any row other than one, you have feet in front of you. So I prefer to just wait for B1 anytime I can. Got it. Yeah. I, um, we were in by luck, we were in section B, we were in the center section, but we were in the middle row. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's beautiful. It's, I mean, for, so the center section, we didn't have any of the distortion that I saw your photo of. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like that's very, that would be very jarring if you saw, you know, a, a wonky Eiffel tower, um, we didn't have any of that, but there, there, the magic is taken away from you with a, a row, a full row um, in your vision of dangling feet above you. Yes. Like you are not soaring. Mm-hmm. You definitely feel like you're just in front of a screen. Yeah. Because it grounds you, you know, you're no longer immersed in this world. Yeah. If you have a point of reference that yeah. is not moving as well. So um, it was still fine. I tried to kind of just like ignore it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some of the um, the elements that, you know, draw your attention are up high. Yeah. So, yeah. I totally second your wait for row B1. Mm-hmm. I would definitely have done that again. Yeah. Um, we, after that, we did the uh, aquarium. The land is lovely. Mm-hmm. If um, if anybody has a, uh, even if you don't have the urge, but you have the time, it's, I 100% recommend it. They show how all of the, they have all of these like hydroponic foods growing and veggies. And a lot of it actually go to the food in, in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very cool. Also the two, there's two mosaics on the outside of it. And I wouldn't have known this if my friend didn't point them out, but, um, an artist has never, um, done the artist who did the two mosaics as you walk up to the entrance of the land, he's never done duplicates of any of his work. Ah. So he was commissioned to do two identical mosaics because uh, of the symmetry of walking up, Mm -hmm. but he, he didn't he made there's a change in one of them so mm-hmm. he has still never done two exact two exact duplicate works of art interesting a fun fact to know and tell and you yeah. can't wouldn't be able to unless you knew exactly where to look yeah they do look identical but it's just like oh that's a lovely bit of trivia mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the land you're in a, like a little boat kind of like the three caballeros um and you're just kind of like brought through this uh hydroponic uh a vegetable nursery and it's very cool yeah living with the land is definitely a ride that my kids are like why am i here and i'm like this is so cool and then they see bananas and they get excited exactly yeah or you see you know tomatoes growing upside down or squash mm-hmm. or just like the way that everything is you know the machine keeps everything moving so yeah. that the get the right sunlight it's neat we were with a family on our on our ride through it, and I thought the kids were going to be super bored. And, uh, you know, the dad was pointing out, like, oh, look, that's the, you know, remember, you've had okra before. That's what okra looks like, and this mm-hmm. is what we fill out. And, oh, I think I'm going to start planting that. You want to help me plant something vertical? So, I mean, the kid did not want to get off the ride. Aww. But kids, at the end, they wanted to ride it immediately again. Uh-huh. Um, which is like, yeah, that's awesome. Plus, anytime you can get kids uh, interested in vegetables is, like <laughs> – You've won. Oh, for sure. 
and then we did uh, Nemo after that. Uh-huh. Finding Nemo ride. Mm-hmm. Which is just very cute. Yeah. And then in the in the aquarium, we saw sharks. There's dolphins. The dolphins are very um, uh, there's I think we saw like four of them. There's mm-hmm. a lot of them. Yeah. Um, and sea turtles, and that was delightful. And then I wanted to look for an Epcot T-shirt, mm-hmm. so I thought that would be easy because we were right near the um, spot where I was told I should like go looking for the best Epcot shirts. Mm-hmm. But they do. I wanted an, uh, a T-shirt that had the um, oh shoot, what is the name of the Epcot dome again? Oh, that Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Yeah. What is it's um yeah okay. I wanted one with Spaceship Earth on it. Like that's I wanted something. That's it. And they don't really have that. Mm. I'm surprised. They apparently only put like one design out a year mm-hmm. that had, or a, yeah, a year that has Spaceship Earth on it. And they were almost totally out of it by the time I got there in February. Mm-hmm. Um, I did manage to uh, a very helpful employee took the lead. I didn't ask him to go hunt one down for me, but um, he found one. So I ended up getting one. They happen to have one medium left. So I absolutely snatched it up and it's super cute and I'm super happy with it. Nice. Um, I was surprised at the lack of t-shirts with Spaceship Earth. I mean, it's so recognizable as Epcot. Yeah. Um, I thought there would be a lot more. Yeah. So uh, got that and then accidentally made it to the, went to the front of the park. We were going to go home. We were going to go back to the resort to change for dinner and come right back to Epcot. Mm-hmm. But I accidentally walked to the front of the park. <laughs> I needed to go back to France. Because you the- needed the Skyliner at the International yep. Gateway. And power walking, it took us a half hour. With the construction there, you can't, you have to kind of like zigzag around the things that aren't under construction. It's a little bit crazy. Yeah. So, um, I wasn't stressed, but I was like, oh, wow, I don't have quite as much time as I thought I did. Mm -hmm. Um, And for anybody who can't power walk, you know, if you have kids or a stroller or just can't, you know, walk at New York speeds, (laughs) (laughs) um, it, you know, it can feel a little daunting to get around half a park. Yeah. Um, But uh, we did it. It was lovely. We didn't have, you know, there weren't any... um, crowds or parades or anything in our way and we took the skyliner back super easy dressed turned around came right back for dinner um and we did dinner at mexico the food is great um but just that space is beautiful Mm -hmm. the portions are humongous i easily could have split an entree with like one possibly two other people (laughs) um i uh, the margaritas are lovely. The avocado margarita, even if it's, um, even if you, uh, frozen margaritas are not your jam, I recommend getting it. It's awesome. It's, it's one of their, I don't know if it's a signature drink, but it's definitely a very popular one and delicious. I've heard really good things about it. Yeah. Not at all frozen. Like you think a frozen margarita is, it's just more like creamy cause they have blended an avocado in there. Mm. And then after that, we made our way over to Germany, where our other friend's friend had a booth because we went during the um, the art show, mm-hmm. um, which is lovely to see. There's just like a whole bunch of extra things you can look at. Yes. And we watched the fireworks display. Epcot Forever. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so bad with these names. <laughs> That's okay. Um, it's uh, It's like an interim show. They just... They're in between like humongous big shows, yeah. but interim show is still, I mean, 
by the the things that they do with uh like glow in the dark kites and jet skis and mm-hmm. and lasers and and lit up water um and fireworks by the time um they have a a sound bite of Walt giving like a quote by the time you know Walt says, says something magical mm-hmm. you like you have tears in your eyes yeah. and this interim show um so definitely worth it if you can hang around for that if if you haven't had a too early of a morning or you don't have super little ones you need to get in bed it's um oh it's delightful i totally recommend it nice Um, and then we did the skyliner home awesome um almost every night uh uh, at the end of every night in our hotel there's there's an arcade that's open 24 hours Mm -hmm. and at the front of it there are massage chairs (laughs) and for Two dollars, you can get a five-minute mas- massage. Oh, that's totally worth it. Oh, and they also do uh, a calf massage. Nice. It's a hundred percent worth two dollars. <laughs> um, so I highly recommend that. Now, can you charge oh. it on your Magic Band, or do you have to pay cash or credit card? You have to pay cash, but um, they take uh Apple Pay and I assume like Mastercard. Okay. Pay, whatever that is. Cool. Um, so yeah, I don't think I ever actually touched currency. Yeah. You know, it's they make it very easy. Nice. Um. And, um, yeah, so we did one of those, both of us did that, uh, almost every night. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's lovely. And then you just go to your room and crash and start it all the next day. <laughs> um, and the next day is Thursday. So that was our last day. Yeah. So how'd your last day go? Great. We woke up, packed our bags, luggage, checked them, and then went to Animal Kingdom. Okay. We, we had park hoppers for, um, I think we had six days, even though we were only there for five. Mm-hmm. So um, we got to Animal Kingdom and we had to take a bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the wait for Everest was 45 minutes and that seemed relatively low for uh-huh. and we had been there. So we made a beeline for that. Oh my gosh. My, it's definitely in my top five favorite rides. Nice. Oh, Everest was great. It's uh, like Frozen but better. Okay. Frozen's fine. I mean, Frozen's... Um, Better for families. I think Everest might scare little kids. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. Um, and then I had a Simba pretzel with cheese. Uh-huh. And the, the pretzel to cheese ratio on that is exquisite. <laughs> ton of cheese. Um, so I highly recommend that. And then we hung out with the monkeys. They have the, the I don't even know what kind of um, uh I don't even know if they're actually monkeys. I think they are actually monkeys. Uh-huh. Gorillas or orangutans. I think they're monkeys. Um, beautiful. Um, climbing the like uh, bamboo structure that's kind of in the middle that you'll pass if mm-hmm. you're there. Um, and they play, you know, Disney's very smart about playing, like playing the certain sounds to get the monkeys to react to it or like, you know, the cool, the ro- the cool rocks in the savannah so that the lions want to lie on something cool in the hot uh-huh. sun. They're so good at manipulation, but I don't mean that as a criticism, but just right. kind of like manipulating the environment so it is it is best for all parties involved. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, the we had a um, the, the monkeys had a lovely little show for us. I guess they were just hooting and hollering and like swinging and walking around, and it was it was super fun. Nice. Um, and then we did the safari. It was only it was a sixty minute wait, which also seemed relatively low mm-hmm. um for what we wanted to do on and this is you know our last day it was in the 80s so um 
it was it was starting to get busy again. Okay. And then we did lunch after the safari. Safari is great, uh, especially if you <laughs> compare and contrast it to Jungle Cruise. Right. Still animals, um, very well knowledgeable uh, drivers of your truck, um, plenty of photo opportunities, great trivia. I mean, my God, I saw white rhinos. Yeah. Giraffes that were right there and lions. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, oh, it was wonderful on Crocs and... I was calling them hyenas, but I think they're just uh, wild dogs. Uh-huh. They straight up look like the hyenas from Lion King. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So we're, I'm going to go with hyenas. <laughs> um, oh, just absolutely wonderful. Elephants, um, highly recommend it. Um, and then in the interim, like, if you don't see any animals, you can still just like, oh, and like a whole fl- uh, group of like wildebeest over here and zebras and um Ibexes, Ibexes, um, really just like so many more animals than I ever have seen at any of the times I've gone to the Bronx Zoo uh-huh. together. Um, so that was really lovely. And then we did lunch at Flame Barbecue after that. Mm-hmm. I love Flame um, Tree Barbecue. It's one, It's another quick service that I love. Oh my gosh, it is. I think I had pulled pork every day I was there <laughs> and by far the best. Yeah. Um. So scrumptious. I mean, I would probably like mark that on my map to go back to the next time I go. Uh huh. Yeah. So that was super good. But everybody had, um, I forget what my husband, the vegetarian ate, but he loved it. He loved whatever he had. Oh, I think they had a veggie burger. Okay. Yeah. He certainly didn't go hungry at all this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, we both came back weighing several pounds more than when we left. <laughs> and we did a ton of walking. So we, that means we did a ton of eating. Yeah. Um, and then the very last thing we did, we were really hoping to do flight of, pa- of the pass flight of flight of passage, mm-hmm. but the wait times were just so high the whole time. Um, and we all needed to be back at the hotel around three 30 to leave. So we had just enough time. It was finally down around like a hundred minutes. Okay. So we just got in line and did that. And that's the last thing we did. And, um, an excellent um, ride to end on. Nice. It was not at all disappointing. The line was probably exactly as advertised. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so interesting. You, there's something to kind of like take in and look at the whole time. Right. Um, so even it's certainly not the experience of Rise of the Resistance, but it is definitely it will occupy your time while you're waiting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we all and then we got to go through Pandora again, which was really Really delightful. I it's for something that has the movie Avatar was good. I remember seeing it in the theaters, but it just it didn't have the cultural staying power of other Disney movies. Yeah. So I was a little surprised that they made a whole world of it at Disney World. Yeah. Um, but they did such a good job that it's like, oh, oh. I mean, I didn't remember the name of the people that live in Pandora until I was back in Pandora. But right. It's like, and of course, the Navi. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they really, they catch you back up super quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so well done. And the, um, the uh, bioluminescence at night is definitely, if you can, if you can be there for the nighttime, it is just, it's beautiful. Nice. I recommend it. And then we all, we got a bus back to the hotel because we're at a value hotel. The, our bus line was always the farthest away uh-huh. um which didn't really matter to us but would of course matter to anybody who has tired little ones or trouble walking or getting around or for whatever reason um it's something to keep in mind but for yeah. the value i 
it's definitely the the space that you get in the hotel it's it's worth having to walk a little farther just to catch your bus yeah um i didn't at all feel like i was in a lesser resort because i was staying in a value hotel good okay um, yeah and then we um there was a it was about check in check out time so we um there was a bit of a maybe a five or 10 minute wait for us to get our luggage. Mm -hmm. But, um, Scott and I had a little extra time. Um, so, uh, when our friends got their luggage, we, we kept ours, um, stowed and we hung out by the pool again and kind of like decompressed before we had to go, you know, catch our, um, magical express back to the airport. And that was of course also seamless. Nice. That's Disney's job. Um, (laughs) You don't see any – you don't see the feet kicking under the water. <laughs> right. So, I mean, even when they tell you bad news, they do it in a way that you thank them. Yeah. You know? yeah. So su- I was super impressed to go back and not have things go perfectly and still think of it as a practically perfect vacation. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you look back on the whole thing, did you learn anything this trip that will make you do something differently on your next trip? Yes, some things that were just like not controllable for this trip, which is I will want, I mean, I can't imagine I will be lucky enough to get a second free trip to Disney. So the next time I go, it will be, I will be, you know, buying tickets and things like that. So Mm. I will 100% fast pass stuff ahead of time. I will probably definitely skip Jungle Cruise. Uh huh. I think weather has a lot to do with what works better at, at some parks as opposed to others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sitting out in the cold, uh, at the end of the night, you can't really, you can't really help it if it's going to be 40 degrees, but that's when your magic hours are. Right. Um, just, pa- I, I did pack in layers and I would definitely do it again, but I, uh, I didn't, I brought a backpack with me. Um, I didn't bring the amount of stuff that I saw other people kind of schlep around with them. Uh huh. At the time when I was cold, I really wished that I had brought like a blanket and an extra extra coat and something else. But I don't know that I would do that again. I really like being less encumbered. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely um, take advantage of planning ahead of time. But I don't feel like I have to, you know, really stress over it. Yeah. You know, I will I will have fun planning it. And then when things go awry, go with the flow. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Okay. And then my last question, do you have a return trip in mind for the future? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm going back. Uh, the date is to be determined. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. We, we definitely want to go back. And I don't know that we were both on the same page about that um, before we did this trip. Gotcha. But like, the idea of going back sounds fun. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. I did rattle on for – you know your podcast better than I do. <laughs> I am totally – I am a fan. I have been listening since the early times. <laughs> you are so sweet. I can't believe uh, – I love your podcast so much. I can't believe I rattled on. <laughs> you are too funny. Awesome. Well, Katie, thank you so much for your kind words about the podcast and for coming on the show. It was a blast to get to hear about it. I'm glad you guys had so much fun. Thank you for having me. I have no kids. I have no expertise and no uh, no plan. And thank you for having me. <laughs> well, hey, it was a it was a unique perspective. So I definitely enjoyed it. 
proof that anybody can do Disney. Exactly. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks, Katie. Have a good night. Yeah, thanks. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Big thanks to Katie for coming on the show this week. Now, please, please, please submit any trips that you have coming up. You can head to tothemouseandback.com slash submit to see details for how to do that. And you can also find that link in the show notes. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at mouseandbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody.